Face Off, Darkness of Man, Slow Horses, One Ranger, A Spy by Nature. And the prize are six of the 18 upcoming spy movies or series that will fill you in on today in our November 29th, 2022 edition of Spy Movie News. Hi, this is Dan from SpyMovieNavigator.com and our show, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. Okay, some upcoming spy movies and some series. All right, we've got 18 spy movies or series to talk about, so let's jump right in. As usual, you can go to our website, SpyMovieNavigator.com, and find the links to the supporting articles behind this episode. Darkness of Man. Last year, we reviewed Jean-Claude Van Damme's movie, The Last Mercenary. In fact, we released a quickfire review in that one. Well, Van Damme has signed on to play Interpol operative Russell Hatch in Darkness of Man. According to an article in The Hollywood Reporter, Hatch finds himself protecting Jaden and his uncle from a group of merciless gangs in an all-out turf war, stopping at nothing to protect Jaden and fight anyone getting in his way, including supposed allies with hidden agendas and nefarious intents. Filming is set to start in Los Angeles in early 2023. The 62-year-old actor has a few projects underway, and it's good to see. Slow Horses! In our October 25th edition of Spy Movie News, we told you about how much we like the Apple TV Plus series Slow Horses, and that its second season is scheduled to release on December 2nd, 2022. Here's hoping that this show has a very long run. It's not just that we like this series. We also really like its lead actor, Gary Oldman. Oldman has told the Times, quote, I've had an enviable career, but careers wane, and I do have other things that interest me outside of acting, says Gary Oldman, 64, thoughtfully. Quote, when you're young, you think that you're going to get around to doing all of them. Read that book. Then the years go by. I'm 65 next year. 70 is around the corner. I don't want to be active when I'm 80. I'd be happy and honored and privileged to go out as Jackson Lamb, his character in Slow Horses, and then hang it up, unquote. Jackson Lamb is a great role for him to retire from. We just hope Oldman plays Lamb for a few more seasons. He is a fantastic actor. One Ranger... All right, mix up some Texas Ranger action and British intelligence, and you get the upcoming movie, One Ranger. Not Lone Ranger. <laughs> Starring Thomas Jane and John Malkovich, this thriller brings a Texas Ranger to London to stop a terrorist attack. Dean S. Jager and Dominique Tipper also star in this one. Lionsgate has acquired One Ranger and has not announced an expected release date yet. You can read more about it on... Deadline.com. A spy by nature. So far, we've been talking about older actors. Well, how about a 20-something taking on a spy role? Paul Meskel will be starring in A Spy by Nature. This movie is based on the first novel in the Alec Milius spy series written by Charles Cumming. In an article on Deadline.com, A Spy by Nature's director, Kevin McDonald, says, quote, I've wanted to make a spy by nature for many years. And when I met Paul Meskel, with his beguiling mixture of intelligence, skill, and youth, I knew I'd found the perfect star, McDonald said. Quote, again, this is a very modern spy story. Sexy, dangerous, morally ambivalent, 
and only an actor of Paul's talent could pull it off, unquote. Cummings has written 10 other spy movies. Is this a start for a new franchise? Ah, in the same article, Hanway Films CEO says, quote, I feel confident we will all want to revisit this young spy in his next adventure with what could be the beginning of an exciting new franchise, unquote. Hmm. So let's see, a young actor taking on a lead role in a spy movie franchise, a movie that actually has a script and a lead actor assigned to it. Um, oh, me in productions. You paying attention here? <laughs> All right, let's move on. Ballerina. The John Wick series is in the process of creating a spinoff called Ballerina. Ana de Armas, who showed us her action movie acting chops in No Time to Die, takes on the lead role. She will be seeking revenge for the murder of her family. Keanu Reeves, who plays John Wick, will make an appearance in this one. Also joining the cast are Angelica Houston and Ian McShane. So this movie brings in a 30-something lead, the Armas, along with some, let's just say, more seasoned actors. We have not yet seen an expected release date for Ballerina. Day of the Jackal. Downton Abbey producer Carnival Films is coming out with a TV adaptation of The Day of the Jackal. Sky Television and the Peacock streaming network has commissioned the series. They're calling it a, quote, contemporary reimagining of the beloved and respected novel and film, unquote. The series is expected to go to production in the summer of 2023. You can read more about it on Variety.com. Jack Ryan, Season 3. Ho, ho, ho! Prime Video will be releasing Season 3 of Jack Ryan on December 21st, 2022. Prime is also currently streaming the first two seasons, if you need to catch up, Jack Ryan is a series based on the Tom Clancy novels. So, after making us wait for three years, John Krasinski is finally back in the lead role. Ryan technically isn't a spy by title. He's a CIA analyst who identifies situations and ends up having to deal with them. It is a narrow distinction. Ryan ends up doing a lot of the dirty work. We like it. MovieWeb.com has an article if you want to learn more. Let's look at the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. Guy Ritchie is directing a World War II spy movie called The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. This movie will star Henry Cavill and Aza Gonzalez. We know it's shocking that Henry Cavill is starring in a spy movie. Yes, that was meant to be a sarcastic statement. Is this yet another Henry Cavill audition? Or Bond? James Bond? <laughs> anyway, the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare is based on true events following strategies of two well-known strategists, Winston Churchill and, yeah, Ian Fleming. The synopsis for the movie says, quote, The clandestine squad's unconventional and entirely ungentlemanly fighting techniques against the Nazis helped change the course of the war and in part gave birth to the modern black ops unit, unquote. So, We'll see where this takes us. Guy Ritchie and Arush Amel have based the movie on the 2016 book with the same name, written by author Damien Lewis. No slight to Henry Cavill, but it would have been a nice coincidence if actor Damien Lewis took the lead here. Face Off sequel. The Face Off sequel is another movie that we've been talking about for a while. We've also speculated that Nicolas Cage will return. According to a Hollywood Reporter article, Cage 
quote, is in various stages of discussion for sequels to such big productions as National Treasure and Face Off, unquote. We're hoping his role in the next Face Off happens. Been talking about it a long time. Dirty Angels. Like Jack Ryan, this one isn't technically a spy movie. However, Martin Campbell is the director. Most spy movie fans will know that Campbell directed Goldeneye, Casino Royale 2006, The Foreigner, and The Protégé. Dirty Angels is a fictional story of a group of female soldiers who need to rescue kidnapped teenagers during the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan in 2021. Eva Green, who played Vesper Lind under Campbell's direction in Casino Royale, 2006 version, and Ruby Rose, who has played Batwoman, Kate Kane, in the DC TV series, and Grace Lewis in SAS Red Notice, all-star in Dirty Angels. Filming is expected to start soon, December 2022. Operation Napoleon. No, this has nothing to do with Napoleon Dynamite. Operation Napoleon is a low-budget thriller starring Ian Glenn. You may remember him as Jorah Mormont in Game of Thrones. The plot focuses on a plane that crashed in 1945 with both Germans and American officers on board. Ignoring the wishes of the U.S. military, a lawyer tries to dig into the details of the crash and gets involved in an international conspiracy. Operation Napoleon was made on a $7 million budget and the exteriors were filmed mostly in Iceland and is based on a novel that was a bestseller in Germany. You could read more about Operation Napoleon on The Hollywood Reporter. Chief of Station. In our October 25th, 2022 edition of Spy Movie News, we told you that the Alec Baldwin, Olga Kurilenko spy movie, Chief of Station, was heading into production in November. Well, Baldwin has become unavailable due to a scheduled overrun of another movie. So, now, Aaron Eckhart will be taking on the lead role in this movie. From what we've read, production has started on this one. The Prize. The Prize is being billed as a taut Hitchcockian thriller. Well, we think that is an apt description as it's based on an unwitting American who flies to Sweden for the funeral of a friend. Well, he gets ensnared in a web of corruption and murder. If we think of The Man Who Knew Too Much, The 39 Steps, or many other Hitchcock movies, this has a familiar ring to it. Jason Clark and Haley Bennett star in the prize. Shooting is expected to start in the spring of 2023. To read more about the prize on deadline.com. Canary Black. CIA operative Avery Graves, played by Kate Beckinsale, is blackmailed by terrorists to save her husband in the upcoming spy movie Canary Black. Graves is cut off from her team and has to figure out how to get the kidnappers what they want. Canary Black is currently in principal photography. Rupert Friend also stars in this thriller. Dixie Crystal. Dixie Crystal was the name of a real-life FBI operation. Well, now it's the name of a movie starring Rob Morgan as FBI agent Jim Anderson. In Dixie Crystal, Agent Anderson has to take down a drug kingpin and stop the distribution of methamphetamine from Harlan, Kentucky. Filming is expected to start in April 2023. Red Shirt. Yet another movie is coming out with the goal of trying to create a spy movie franchise. Seems to be a popular thing. This time it's Channing Tatum starring in Red Shirt. Not many details have been released on this one. However, we know that David Leach, who directed Bullet Train and Deadpool 2, 
is signed on to direct Redshirt. They're touting the movie as a new spin on James Bond. Whoa. Look forward to that one. According to MovieWeb.com's article about Redshirt, a Redshirt is a character in fiction who dies soon after being introduced. So, is this Channing Tatum? Hmm. If so, that has a sort of cycle feel to it, where the star dies early on. We'll keep our eyes peeled to give you more details about this one as they emerge. Honey Trapped. The spec script by April Wolf for the movie Honey Trapped has been acquired by Studio Canal and the picture company. Deadline.com tells us that, quote, the story follows a cabal of secret assassins who descend upon Las Vegas for 24 hours to force a rogue agent into fighting their way up every floor of a busy hotel. The script is said to be a star-driven two-handler featuring a married couple on the rocks with a lot of secrets in the vein of Mr. and Mrs. Smith and True Lies, unquote. If that's accurate, this could be a fun film to watch. So yes, we're a long way out before we'll see Honey Trap, but we like the plot and are eager to see Honey Trap made. They shined on the Nile. Moroccan-based Yasmin Benkaran is working on a project for a spy movie titled Alison Brule sur le Nil. Hope I got that right. Or They Shined on the Nile. This project is set in 1950s Cairo and revolves around the mysterious death of a famous actress known as Asmahan. They Shined on the Nile is still in development, so we'll have to see what comes of it. You can read more about it on Variety.com. Whew, that's a lot of upcoming spy movies and series. We'll have to see how they all play out. In Memoriam. John Aniston. Jennifer Aniston's father, John Aniston, has passed at the age of 89. Known for his long-running roles on Days of Our Lives, over 2,800 episodes, and Search for Tomorrow, Aniston also had roles in the spy TV series I Spy and Mission Impossible. Ian Whitaker. Actor and set director Ian Whitaker has passed at the age of 94. Whitaker, along with Luciana Aurighi, won the Best Art Direction Set Direction Academy Award for Howard's End, 1992. He was also nominated for the same category for Anna and the King, 1999, Remains of the Day, 1993, and Alien, 1979. Spy movie fans may remember Ian Whitaker for his role as Ordinary Seaman Thomas in the 1958 World War II espionage movie The Silent Enemy which we have a podcast episode out on. It's a terrific movie. Check out our podcast on it at Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. John Tartigue. John Tartigue has passed at the age of 82. He was a Warner Brothers VP of publicity for movies such as The Fugitive and The Dark Knight. Prior to Warner Brothers, he worked in publicity for United Artists, where he worked on publicity for the first 10 James Bond movies. All right. Tom always has some kind of rant he likes to get off his chest. So we'll let him rant here for a minute. Go ahead, Tom. Our friends at the Spy Command had a post talking about the Daniel Craig interview that was in the Los Angeles Times, November 16th, 2022. Spy Command put it this way. Quotes from Craig's interviews have split Bond movie fans. Craig fans say that shows why he's a great actor. Craig's critics cite this is why he's selfish. Well, sign me up as a critic. 
I think that LA Times article was supposed to be hyping the Glass Onion and Knives Out mystery, Craig's latest movie. However, it's solidified, in my opinion, how big of a selfish, narcissistic jerk, or whatever pejorative you want to use, Daniel Craig is. What we're talking about here is how Craig thought he was the one to control what happened to the character of James Bond. And if you read the LA Times article, Craig says, Well, you need to reset again. So let's kill my character off and go find another Bond and go find another story. What a pompous, it's all about me buffoon. And I had to try about 10 words here before I found one that was clean enough to use. As I see it, Craig killed the Bond series, not just with the ending of No Time to Die, but how he shaped the character on the screen. Yes, part of it was the putrid writing of Purvis and Wade, but Craig ruined the character for me. And this is very disappointing because I liked Craig's Bond in Casino Royale. However, he changed the character and not in a good way. And as Craig says in the article, You're making a mistake that I somehow have a plan, Craig said with a laugh. I don't give it that much thought. I don't have a game plan. The things that happen in my life professionally, the decisions I make about them, are gut mainly. So if Craig's gut can kill off a character that had a runtime of over 50 years, especially since he says he doesn't have a game plan, what else does he think he can do? And look at the really ugly predicament he left EM Productions with going forward. It's all about him. If I can't play him, kill him off. What a putz. I mean, add to the fact that Craig is still doing promotions and endorsements for Bond, as pointed out in another The Spy Command post. It all shows it's all about Daniel Craig. Craig says he doesn't want to go back. Well, then leave already. You've done enough damage. Well, it does seem that it was Daniel Craig's idea to kill off Bond for a few reasons, one of which was so that he could move on. Well, yeah, this is all fiction, and anything can happen in fiction. Nonetheless, yeah, come on, you don't kill off Bond. James Bond. (laughs) All right, that's a wrap. This has been Dan from SpyMovieNavigator.com and our show Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. Please help us out and subscribe to our show through your favorite podcast app. Do it now. I'll wait. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it.